You're listening to Downworlder Dish, a Shadowhunter Chronicles podcast. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 189, where we will be discussing chapter 19 of City of Lost Souls, Love and Blood. I'm Kristen. <laughs> I'm Robin. And I'm Amanda. Uh, that chapter title's not the knees of the bees. It's not. Well, Mm-mm. no, because Mm-mm. I don't. Yeah, because it's creepy because of the connotation of the chapter. But yeah, we can make it mean something else. <laughs> Can't we? Love Please? and blood. <laughs> Are you doing a Frank Sinatra there? I mean, love and marriage. Yeah. yeah. But I was I was more. I mean, yes, but I was obviously thinking of what's that show that it was from? Married with Children. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That was the vibe I was going for. One of the best more sitcoms like an, of all time. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking more like an emo song. Mm. And I like emo so, music. Wait, so I have a question. Guys. Okay, yes. I'm sorry. Yes. I was I, I'm done. Topic. topic. Go okay. for it. Honest, in your opinion, best sitcom. We already did this. It's teenage, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. No, All day, every no. day. No. Mm-mm. Wrong. I mean, it's great, but it's not the best. I mean, I don't know. I think, I mean, is do you think The Office is a sitcom? Because I think that would have to be The Office. <laughs> okay. But Seinfeld is just such a good one for me. And it's so old. Like, some of the stuff they say, my whole body cringes, but it's hilarious for other stuff. For me, Family Matters is the all-time best sitcom. It has everything. It has heart. It has family. It has, like, they cover every every social (laughs) issue. And it's the best, I think it's the best um, example of like good parents uh-huh like a lot of like the other like they have like toxic like the relationships toxic or you know they have the best like actual solid family values which obviously because it's called family matters but right mm-hmm. i think that's why i think it and also i was raised by a single mom in a really dysfunctional yeah. Like, well, and they use the dad now for commercials family. about family stuff, like on insurance commercials and stuff. So because he I is mean, America's I, dad, yeah, way I more than you. Bill Cosby ever was. I I understand that people, younger people or older people, I'm sorry, have a very like strong connection to Bill Cosby. That was mm, never me, really, <laughs> or did the Dello did. I'm sorry, did whatever. <laughs> That was never me. Like, because I think just because my age, like, the Cosby show was, like, wrapping up as I was little. Uh Uh-huh. But Family Matters, that's where it's at. That, I mean, watching reruns of the Cosby show, I'm like, "Mm, they didn't always have the best take. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But is there a talking cat in witchcraft? (laughs) That's very true. I mean, you have all of that. Well, I don't know. Urkel going from... Him to Stefan. That is magic. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. I mean, if we're going more modern with a sitcom-y family thing, that show Modern Family or The Middle. Oh, that was a great show, yeah. 
love those two shows. Malcolm in the Middle, yeah. That Malcolm was. in the Middle. Oh, yeah, yeah, Malcolm in the Middle was, yeah. That's obviously. also a good one. Yeah. yeah. I've watched that, that might all be, the way through That twice. might also be in a good running for, with Family Matters uh-huh. for me. Yes. Those two were really good. Yeah. Uh-huh. I liked the original Roseanne as well. I was just going to oh, say that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I loved, like, Grace Under Fire. Reba. Oh, yeah. Reba, Reba was fantastic. Yeah. I've watched <gasps> Reba a couple oh times. Oh, my God. I can't believe we're talking about this. And we haven't mentioned Robin. Have you seen that Frasier reboot has come out? No. no. I The what? new episode was on TV last night. What? Yes. There's Wait. a new Frasier. We are the target audience. How did we not know yes. this? Yes. I mean, I don't, I, it came on last night after Big Brother and I was like, I can't wait to talk to Robin about this. She'll be so excited. I, I only watched like 30 out. seconds of it. How did you turn it off? Uh, it was, um, the way we have YouTube TV and the way that they do the stuff is it shows you the next like 30 seconds of an episode mm. and then it cuts off your recording basically. Oh, so I gotcha. it's like a little tease. Got it. Did they, Here you did, go. Did they manage to get most of the the old cast, or I only saw Fraser, but oh, okay. he was at an airport. Obviously, in real life, the dad died right in like years ago, um, and so Fraser was at an airport meeting with someone that must. I wasn't a huge watcher of the show. I'm very familiar with it, but I don't know this character. Oh, okay. So he might have been in the old one. Um, and he was like, it's so good to see you. Oh, Andy just texted me. He said it was Gil. Oh. I don't know who that is. I'm sure one of you does. <laughs> of course, Andy does. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so he um, was talking about having gone to his dad's funeral. Mm. And um, then the, gu- the Gil asked about Niles and Daphne's son. So... Ooh. We'll That's, see. Maybe it, it'll be more focused on him and Fraser instead main, of Niles. The main four, I was like, you know, Daphne, Roz, Nile, Fraser. Like, that's who. Because uh-huh. well, that's where the dynamic comes so, from. So, I know he was old, but he was very good looking. Handsome. For a really old dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. <sighs> So this episode's anyway, gonna be guys. called Daddy Issues Number Two. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll call it Grandpa Issues. <laughs> That's like we were watching Casper because it's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I was telling Andre, I was like, "Oh, I used to have a crush on the dad. Like, not Devin Sawa, the dad. Oh no, it was Devin Sawa all the way. Watch, I the saw show. a TikTok of a girl watching for the first time, and her mom's recording her. And right oh, yeah. when the, the transformation happened and she like lost her mind and she's like, he got another one. <laughs> <laughs> that poor man. He's probably. I have to know what he looks like, like now. You know, Google he's on. got the, he's got the JTT. It's kind of a mix between the JTT and the Brad. I mean like yeah. nowadays. Oh, okay, How does he okay. look now as a grown up? He probably Not looks the same. like a dad. He looks like a dad, I'm yeah. sure. He looks like a dad. Yeah. Absolutely. Which is probably better. I was I going to try to share like, my screen, mm-hmm. but it doesn't work that way. Because. Okay, well, let's all Google this computers. and then we can move on. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There you go. Oh, he's Canadian. Aren't they all? Aren't the best <laughs> right? <ones? laughs> yeah, he. Oh, he kind of looks like Tom Felton in some of these pictures. I don't know who that is. Of course you don't. Looks like Tom. Tom Felton. 
a big forehead like him. Yeah. Uh-huh. He's the guy okay, who played I could Draco see that. Malfoy. Uh, this Devin Sawa is much better looking than him. But I can see where you're coming from. <laughs> Here, I'll show you this. Pacifically. Pacifically? That oh, okay. yeah, that picture, okay. sure. Yep. I mean, he ain't bad looking still. He's fine. I, he looks like a dad, though. Yep. He certainly Into does it. not have the, the hair anymore. No, he does not. It would also look silly on a man his age, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks fine on me today. Oh, shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when people tell me I need to do a center part. Okay. I wish my hair did that when I did a center part. Are you kidding me? One side lays flat and the other one swoops up. It's ridiculous. I'm yeah. turning my bangs into side swipe bangs because the... The millennial in me can't handle it any other way. They're yeah. so cute. I forgot he was in, uh, he was in, uh, Stan. I did, I did not know that until just while we were Googling him. I forgot. Well, he's one of those actors that was in fucking everything for like mm-hmm. three years. And then. Yeah. 95 to. Maybe if he got lucky, the early aughts, but yeah, yeah. Well, with yeah, with Final like Destination, Final the first Destination, one was 2000. Idle Hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Idle <sighs> Hands is another good one that you can quote God, all the time. So good, so fucking good. Uh-huh. Yeah, then maybe next we'll just clean the whole fucking house. <laughs> <laughs> I was I mean, also a Seth Green girly, so of that's oh, yes, you were. Who is not? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I watched his like late night show on what Comedy Central was it? When he had the okay. um the the Tom Green show. <sighs> oh yeah. Uh-huh. It was like this goofy ass. But I was only was into on Tom that? Green because he was dating Drew Barrymore. Oh dude, I said Seth Green girl. Oh, I thought you said Tom Green. Sorry. No. Oh, yeah, nobody really oh. cared for Tom Green. I was obsessed like, with Seth Green. Yeah. I mean, Tom Green was funny at the moment because it's yeah. like 13-year-old humor, and that's yeah. yes. my genre. I mean, but I still say, Daddy, would you like some sausage sometimes? Of course. Happens. have to. But yeah, no, Seth Green. And Seth Green was also in Idle Hands, so it was a yes. double whammy. Ooh, and mm-hmm. he was also in that movie, Can't Hardly Wait. And Austin Powers, duh. Obviously. Yeah. No, he was also in everything. He's but he's been in everything for the last like twenty years. Yeah. Uh-huh. Robot Chicken. Family Guy, Robot right? Chicken. He was in yeah, Buffy. Family Guy. Yeah. Yeah. No. I always thought he was really hot because I well, I thought he was hot because he was a redhead. I had an right. I, I had a very specific affinity for redheads. Of course. I wonder why. Because she's trying to save the population. <laughs> save the population. Or you're a narcissist. I like that, but you're not. I'm way, way too self-critical to be a narcissist. Right. <laughs> Those are when jokes are just for the sake of jokes. I certainly no don't have it. the confidence for it. <laughs> right. That's amazing. <sighs> Oh, good stuff. 
Oh, that was a really good stretch. Oh. Does anyone have All right, any get those out of the way. Other things to bring up? No. Um I feel like I did have something to tell you guys, but I can't remember. So, when you remember it during the episode, yeah. you just let us know. I'll just interrupt you. Don't worry. I know I'm going to regret saying this on air, but I'm going to say it anyways. So, like, I've been thinking about what we talked about last episode. And I'm thinking maybe, maybe we might, what do you think about maybe doing the D&D thing for our 200th episode? When is that? February. Uh, 11 episodes? Okay. Yeah. That sounds cool. It's in, like, two and a half months. Okay, tell me, how long does it take? Like, we can make it last as long as we want, right? Yeah, I mean, we'll probably be looking at a few hours. Okay. At least. Yeah. Yeah. I would say an Uh hour. Uh-oh, Andy just texted me. He said he was wrong about the gill thing. Oh. So, sorry about that. Andy is entering um, a correction. I love that we've got fact-checking in real time. Yeah. This is amazing. This is amazing. He even, yeah. he left, too. He's not even here anymore. <laughs> He's still thinking about it. Yeah. I love it. Sorry to interrupt you. Anyway. Um, um, yeah, I look, think that sounds like Here's fun. the thing. All Amanda and I have to do is show up with snacks mm-hmm. and a good attitude. So, um, challenge accepted for us. And if you need anything, right. let me know. Yeah. I think the, the thing I need from you guys is to know what you want to play. Right. Character wise. So, so I think I'm going to have it limit. I will have them all put like put together for you. I'll have your builds all together for you. So we don't have to waste time for you building things. Um, totally. we'll have like a shadow hunter archetype, right? So you'll be a, basically a human fighter that's been modified. And then I, I have, I created a system for the runes that should work pretty well. Um, Wait, you've already started? Yes, of course I have. Fuck yes. And once I get all of this put together, I will post... Um, like a, a breakdown of like stats for these things that I'm creating for the werewolf and the warlock, all these mods. If you want at home to play in a shadow hunter setting, then you'll have these Fun. available. So we'll like the, okay. So are you saying we have to choose what we want? Like we have to choose what downworlder or is there more specific? Yeah. So, so I'll have a shadow hunter mm-hmm. archetype, a werewolf archetype, um, and a warlock archetype, and then you can decide what you want to be, and then we'll, we can go from there, and then you can, you know, decide on your specific character, like, nuance. I'm finally going to have to decide. This is going to be yeah. really hard. Well, and then, Are you going to do um, vampires and fae? Yes, I'm going to do vampires, and then my, my other question was the fae. Do I could put together... I, I think, I mean, I'm going to anyways. It'll just depend on, like... Basically, once I find out what you're going to be, then I can build the story, right? So if no one's going to be a fairy, we might be up against fairies then, right? Like, so I'll have breakdown and stat blocks for all of the different types. So 
people at home can play if they want. Um, and then you guys will be able to choose and then we'll, we'll go from there and I'll build. And then the next question would be, I mean, a two player game is not super exciting. Mm -hmm. So then we could look to maybe opening it up, maybe two more players. I think four would be fine for this kind of a setting. Um, And maybe we can do some sort of like, contest or drawing or something yeah um and invite maybe two of our listeners i don't know the i'm spitballing i'm saying this stuff and it feels like i'm saying like things and they're being carved into stone right now and it's a little scary but (laughs) you are being recorded i I hate to break it to you but (laughs) just so tell i'm sorry this is a lot of DD talk i'm sorry i can ask these later but so that means you don't get to play is that still fun for you to be um, I get to be God, so I do get Got to it. play. Fabulous. Um, I just get to, uh, I get to live out my dreams. <laughs> That's great. Love. So, yeah, no, being the DM is a lot of work, but it's also a lot of fun because you get to okay, kind cool. of, like, facilitate your friend's fun. and their, It's like a reward. It's, yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> Okay, let's make some plans. Maybe we can have some people chime in and tell us what they think too. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. And we, I Since might we're have, recording this and all. We might, you know, take suggestions on things that mm-hmm. you think you know might be interesting what to if, incorporate. I don't know. Tell what us if what Amanda you think. loves it, and she's like, "This is the most fun thing I've ever done in my entire freaking life." <sighs> and then. Be. We can just do it once a month and, and have a special I will be so. Yeah, maybe that's so what we can finally do a Patreon for. Oh, fuck. <laughs> no shit, dude. No shit. No promises. No promises. Do not quote me on that. <laughs> that needs to be our uh-huh. first sticker release. Do not quote yeah. me on that. We've designed a few. We just haven't they, moved forward. They, and they don't look great. So Yeah, I mean, they're that. designed by us. That's why. It's because Kristen didn't do it, which is fine. No pressure. <laughs> it just. I suddenly have so much more free time. <laughs> well, well, and she's like, she's like, oh, that looks cute. And I'm like, bitch, fuck you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it was cute. <laughs> um, we will. I think Robin and I had actually talked about this. Um, but I think the best way for us to do merch, if we are going to do merch, if and when, again, don't quote me on it, the best way would be to do, like, a drop of, like, this is what we have, we have a Mm -hmm. limited number, and that's cool, we'll sell that, that's, like, a run of something, and then we're done, um, until something new comes along. I think that would be the most manageable for us, then we're not trying to, like, keep something up over a long period of time we have very very busy lives and we all live like 45 minutes away from each other yeah (laughs) Yeah. right literally yeah (sighs) oh my god not that our listeners needed to hear any of that but honestly i think you guys like it i think you like hearing the. i mean i'm gonna stop even saying for behind the scenes because we're starting with behind the scenes you know (laughs) 
But anyway, that's a lot of chit chat. Unless anyone has anything else to add. No. No. Then nope. I say we uh, cut the chit chat and kick things off with Robin's recap. Previously on Downworld or Dish. Plan Summon Angel Daddy is quickly coming together. <laughs> Thank you, Kristen, for that. And Simon is trying desperately to get a hold of Clary. As much as this was Simon's plan, he's not entirely sure it's going to work and is desperate to talk to his bestie before he might get struck down. Clary's a no-go, but Izzy meets him down by the lake and they have a cute little moment. Magnus throws a spell book at Simon and he's off to the races, not before an awkward speech because, well, Simon is too awkward as fish is to water. Yes. The summon- <laughs> yes. <laughs> the summoning is a success and Simon stares up at Riziel, who's kind of giving Raphael vibes. The angel knows what Simon wants, which begs the question if they're watching their lives like some bad real world TV show. And he barters for the weapon to sever the Jonathans for Simon's Mark of Cain. Raziel gives Simon the B&E sword of the Archangel Michael and, as <laughs> promised, takes his mark, which is super painful, and makes him double over. Izzy runs to him in a rush and it's, like, super adorbs. Oh my god! Oh my god! Back with Clace, Clary is trying to talk him out of handing himself over to the Silent Brothers. Jace is determined to be a good hunter of shadows, but Clary blocks all of his arguments like Mary Earps. Boom, boom, boom. When <laughs> she succumbs to defeat, she does the only thing that she can think of, and that is to full name call for her brother. He's there in a flash, and she tells him what's going on with Jace's rune. Sebi puts an Arazi on Jace, and he is, like, super TO'd. Jace makes sure he spends his last minutes as himself to tell Sebastian how much he fucking hates him. <laughs> and now transformed Jace takes a cup and leaves to be a good little minion and make their stuff ready. It was very descriptive. <laughs> Apparently, Clary's act of treachery has earned her the right to be included at the happenings at the Seventh Sacred Site. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Oh, you guys, Clary is rage-searching Jace's room for a spare Stelle to no avail. She's like, fuck me. This guy doesn't leave anything laying around. I mean, was she expecting it to be like a bobby pin? I mean, shit. Dude. She's taken it beforehand. You never, you never take one out and just leave it randomly. They're always in a pile, but you still somehow always find a bobby pin by itself. Yes. Okay, can you imagine though, like, Clary doing the pencil bun thing with her Stella? Definitely. Yeah. Because how fucking cute. I can't do that. So I'm, everybody that can do that is amazing to me. That's because you have such thick, luxurious hair. Yeah. You could do it with, like, a Magnum Sharpie. I bet. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I bet you could do, do it with a Stella because it's made of Adamus, so it's super strong. And it's yeah. longer. Yeah. Yeah. And it's down to get your friction on. <laughs> so she told Sebastian that she was going to go lay down. She's like, oh, it's too much for my, my, my weak, fragile, feminine mind. I must go and have a lion. <laughs> so I just hope she has enough forethought to be quiet while she's tossing her boyfriend's room. She's like... Agreed. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Um, 
Okay, so all the while, Cleary's fighting off the memory of her betrayal flashing across Jace's face. Like, the look on his face when he realizes that she she don't gave him all the way up. <laughs> but we can't have any of that reflection nonsense. Now's the time to box that shit up and stuff it somewhere in the shadows. We do not have time for feelings. We must keep going. Agreed. I mean, mm-hmm. it's the coon's way. Just it really get is. Push it, it down until you can feel yep. it in your gut. Okay? That's mm-hmm. like uh, advice from Hank Hill when he yeah. says that to Leanne. Yes. She's like, it's kind of burning. He's like, that means it's good and it's working. Yep. <laughs> that means the ulcer is forming. Yeah. Job well right. done. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> I just want you guys to know I had ulcers at the age of like six or seven. That's how long I've had anxiety, okay? <laughs> You're just, like, throwing up your street cred, right? Yes, exactly. I'm. That's my proof. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Oh. <clears throat> okay, where are we? Okay, so Sebastian interrupts her just as she's checking under the mattress, and she finds nothing. She's, like, able to drop it. He knocks on the door. She drops it, walks over the door, opens it. Look. She's trying to... I say this later, but I'm going to say it now because it's annoying. She's trying to, like, block his sight line into the room, right? So she mm-hmm. opens it, and she's got herself wedged. He's a foot taller than you, sis. What the fuck? Yeah. Nothing you That's can fair. do is going to stop him from being able to see into the room. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she, like, shimmied up the door. Right? <laughs> like, like <In> spider the- <laughs> monkey. She's like, ah, He's okay. like, why are we at eye level? <laughs> right? <laughs> it's just uh. stupid. Anyway. um, <clears throat> So, Big Bro is wearing red. And when Clary questions this... His sudden change of, like, style. She's like, this isn't really you. <laughs> like, <laughs> he explains in the form of a riddle, which I will read to you now. I feel like Sebastian would look good in red, though, unlike me. Like, red is like not Sebastian my color. I would look, like, too good in red. I feel like okay. he would look so good in red that you would know it's a bad sign. <laughs> right. <sighs> like, oh, boy. <laughs> Like, I feel like Amanda can wear red. Like, out of the three of us. Because she's got that. I can't wear red. My face no. is red. Yeah. Right? <laughs> My skin is red as yeah. well. Like, all the time. Yeah. If I wear uh, now red, that my I don't face have red hair like... anymore. I literally Googled him so I could try to picture it with oh, fan pictures. Mm. Art. Who? Yeah. Let me. Oh, Sebastian. Sebastian, obviously. Okay, so so what he says to her is, uh, you know, you know the old Nephilim children's rhyme, don't you? Black for hunting through the night, for death and sorrow the colors white, gold for a bride on her in her wedding gown, and red to call enchantment down. So we've heard this, like, phrase before, and like little bits and pieces of it. So because mm-hmm. they're uh-huh. shadow hunter traditions, but. Um, I just thought it was interesting. So, I like to 
do those things. Anyway, I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm lost. I'm trying to find <laughs> my good. place and speak at the same time. And it's, um, it's okay. Well, I did it last week. If it's it so makes great. you feel any better, we're all staring at pictures of Sebastian. So we're not really yeah. listening to what you're saying right. anyway. That's fine. It's true. So <laughs> the, the, we, were quiet. we were too quiet for it to be natural. Who is this guy? I like him. Who is he? No, not you. Although you seem like you'd be a better Sebastian. Now you have to send them to us. They're not in English. No. Mm. Is there another show? No. People, I will send you know, them to you. It could be um, cosplayers. Yeah. Also. Okay. Or fan casting with like people that are actually good at the pooter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my so. god, so cute. Okay, let me find this. I just I can't picture red gear as anything except trip pants from Hot Topic. Like I have tried. (laughs) Okay, do you remember that movie The Cell with Jennifer Lopez? Yes. Okay. You know that it's like on the cover she's wearing that red leather like bodysuit. Mm-hmm. That is how I envision this gear. That he's wearing. Okay. Like okay. skin tight, blood, like ox blood red leather. I'm sending you guys two photos. I just, um, no, these are like the trip pants with like the, the strings that hanging out, but like not, trip not pants. like in like the <coughs> straps in the back. Oh, They're just uh-huh. like off yeah. from the sides. Yeah. <laughs> with the cargo pockets as you will. Yes. And then um, it's like a hooded long line vest. Oh, oh, yes. wow. With no sleeves. And of no shirt not. on. Right. Of course he's not wearing a shirt. It kind of looks like G.I. Joe when he's it's like, but it's a mix of him with the Cobras. Yes. Mayhaps. Yes. I don't know. That's what's in my mind. I see. Especially because the only thing I can think of is just like early 2000s. So like what else of are you going to be wearing? Right. Candy, mm-hmm. raver, red. Oh my gosh. Okay. So, <laughs> so Sebastian like recites this little rhyme to her. And all Clary has out of that is, wait, Shadowhunters get married in gold? Bitch, there are more pressing matters at the moment than what color you're going to wear to your wedding. Also, didn't we talk about this during her mom's wedding? Like, I thought this came up already. So why is she surprised? I feel like Jace already told her this. Yeah. I feel like when when they were talking about the funerals after city of glass and everyone mm-hmm. was wearing white i feel like he told her that right yeah and that's what you said i don't know i just um you were saying that <laughs> and that was the thing that he that that was the fucking thing he said in alicante yeah oh dude right. i um <laughs> i was reading through our script to write the recap and i was like god i should go back and research that but i only gave myself 10 minutes to write the recap so i did not have time yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we suck. If anyone wants to tell us, we're just okay letting ourselves not know this piece of information. Yeah. <laughs> we get the gist. It, it doesn't happen often, but sometimes we run out of fucks to give. Um, yeah. <laughs> so Clary, 
Clary's trying to block Sebastian's sightline into the room with her body. Oh, the, I already said that. Fuck. So he hands her this red cultist, these red cultist robes, right, that he's holding. And he tells her that they're their mothers and she used to wear it uh, to circle meetings before, you know, she went and destroyed their family by betraying their dad. You know, mm-hmm. no big deal. He wants her to wear that. MBD. And I have a quick sidebar. So Sebastian seems pissed off, like on edge. And I don't think it's a confidence issue. I do not think that he is nervous about what he's about to do. I think he's excited. I think he's a very, he's very confident and assured in his plans. Right? Mm-hmm. So it made me wonder how much of his like pissiness, like how much of what's irritating him is maybe the result of like, Jace has almost escaped. Like, did that unnerve him a little bit? Or is any of that directed at Clary for betraying Jace? Like, Hmm. I do think he might be seeing similarities between Jocelyn and Clary that are tainting his previous perceptions of her. Like, it benefited Sebastian in the end, right? Like, she said... She told him the truth, but the principle kind of still applies because Jace is still him. And you know what I mean? Like he still sees himself as like connected, but also just seeing that she's willing to do that to Jace. I don't know. I think it made him be like, I I feel like he's conflicted and I wanted to see what what are you capable of if you were capable of doing that? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, if you're that much like her. Yeah. I think he's unnerved about Jace, first and foremost. As he should be. Well, and, like, he didn't even recognize that something was wrong. Mm. Yeah, right. I think which is more like, like, he didn't even really, and so then in his head, I'm wondering if he's thinking, like, okay, well, how long were they in there together? What were they doing? Yeah. What were they talking about? Were they conspiring against me? Like, right. is Cleary such a whatever? Like, is this part, like, did they conspire? This is part of the plan. Can I trust her? Like, Ooh, yeah. did they, you know, make this plan together that, like, this was going to be part of it? I didn't because even think about that. Like he could be yeah. totally spiraling right now. Yeah, I didn't yeah. think about that at all. I mean, that's what I would be doing. Clearly. I of would, course. You know, so why did I not think about it? Same. Same. Yeah, because you're right. Because he has no idea and no way to tell. Well, okay, so here's the thing. When Jace came home, I almost said Jonathan, and I don't know why. I do know why, actually. Goes to the shadow market. Anyway, when Jace came home, Sebi knew that he was acting suspect because he was like, are you okay? Like, and he was a little quippy, right? Like, mm-hmm. and he was kind of snippy before in the weapons room. So it's like, okay, like something's off. This happens with Clary. So then I think he knows that Jace came back, obviously, because of the battle and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's been a while. So he knew that Clary was with, quote unquote, real Jace. Right. Mm-hmm. So what else would you think besides that they're making a plan? Yeah to yeah. conspire against you. I mean, and I he's think the only do... thing that would stop him from thinking that would be that <laughs> Clary turned him in. Whatever. 
return but to But I guess to me the main theme that Sebastian has, and like we'll touch on it later, even again in this chapter, it's like, I, you are just like me. And I am treacherous. I'm sneaky. I'm mm-hmm. unpredictable. I'm always going to put myself first. Like I'm going to do everything that I can do to so what that way it benefits me. Yeah. And you are just like me. You are selfish. You're whatever. And so what else could he think besides Clary and yeah. Jace making a plan against him? Because that's what he would fucking do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If he was in the same, he would use that situation to his advantage, to his benefit, and he would make it work for him. So in, if I was him, I'd be like, okay, well, this bitch is like trying to fucking hoodwink me. Mm-hmm. Like she didn't actually want to call me. She, this is all part of a master plan she has with Jace. Right. And I'm going to do what I can do to try to get my fist around it. Yeah. And turn it and manipulate it into being good for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Yeah. That is crazy. such a good take. That Yes. I concur. Um, so shit is going down tonight. Like in an hour. She's got an hour <laughs> to get ready before they're going to head down to the sacred site for their blasphemous bullshit. And she Love better it. be dressed like mommy dearest and ready to go. Because that's... Well, and then it's also... Crazy. Sorry that I'm, like, no, yeah. going circling back here. But it's like he's, like, trying to control... Like, you are wearing this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You are coming. You are doing whatever. I'm going to control every aspect of this yep. so that way there's no surprises for me. Yep. Mm-hmm. Exactly right, it. she can't leave the apartment, but he still wants her by his side, mm-hmm. which obviously is also creepy, but he needs mm-hmm. to keep an eye on her. Yeah. Yeah. So Sebastian's last instruction is that uh, Clary referred to him as Jonathan tonight. Jonathan Morgenstern, her brother. So when he's playing Sebastian, does he not feel like her brother? Like, God, this man is so fucked up and creepy. <laughs> Dude, for he's real. Like, just slide to the left. Watch, 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 watch. Right? It's like he's like role playing. Yeah. He does seem like when he is playing Sebastian, he feels like like he doesn't want to be Jonathan. Yeah. He's like Jim Carrey, but... like a method actor. Well, I think I think he's he's got so much self hatred, right? Like he wants to he he embraces the darkness, right? Because he feels that he has no other choice, right? They they've already decided that he's this way, so he's just going to be this way, right? But he hates it cuz he doesn't want to be that. He wishes he could have been something else, but like he's resigned to the fact that he's not. So, I don't know. He just fucking hates himself so goddamn much. I'm sure it feels so good to be able to, like, pretend he's not him. Right. I don't know. Interesting. Okay, so once he's vacated her personal bubble, Clary throws on Jace's leather jacket, which is the quietest of jackets, I'm sure. (laughs) Um, And sneaks, without the help of a soundless rune, into Sebastian's room. So the shower's running, and she can hear him whistling as she carefully begins her search, okay? So I thought that the bathroom was in his room. I thought it was an ensuite, but apparently it is not. 
I did. I pictured that also. Which I I'm also like, pictured it together. Right. And maybe I'm maybe I read it wrong, but maybe like we'll there. Hmm? Jace has the main bedroom for some reason. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Right. So there's one with a shower in it, but then why wouldn't that be the one where Jocelyn's clothes are? So I don't know. Right. It all know. doesn't. I, I would assume in a, in a place this fancy, they would all be on in suite, on suites. Right? Yeah. Like. Agreed. Well, it sounds like Clary's bedroom is one floor below theirs. Which uh-huh. is like, also weird, but she's on the main level. Yeah. Because when sh- the chapter prior, sorry, mm-hmm. I just hit the, I christened and hit the table. Um, <laughs> he like jumps down from the railing to go. Like, I feel like she's a level lower. Oh, uh-huh. And she can hear them talking when they're in the kitchen and stuff. Uh-huh. So I, and I don't think she's in the... So I feel like V Tang's room, nobody's in that room, I guess is what I'm going for. Gotcha. Excuse me. And I feel like, like that maybe might she's be... using the office as a bedroom. Yeah. Because they ran out of rooms upstairs. Gotcha. And like maybe he doesn't want anybody in V Tang's room. Maybe he's not cool with that. That would make mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. Keep a shrine to daddy. Yeah. Uh-huh. So um so yeah, so anyway, so she goes into his room and and he's in the shower so far as she knows she like starts searching around and the closet is full of like expensive clothes she's like okay done no more red but that's okay um there is a distinctly bloody shirt that's crumpled on the floor and it looks super old and i'm just gonna pretend i didn't see that because that is not my drama today (laughs) (laughs) it's like that's blood for another day not today um and so then she she chooses to ignore it, move over to the desk. And surprising to Clary, there's no notepad with world domination written at the top. No murderous corkboard. <laughs> she only finds papers full of complex equations that she doesn't understand. And the beginning of a letter uh, that says, my beautiful one, written in her brother's handwriting, which I was like, ooh, surprising that you are able to clock his handwriting now. That's uh, yeah. yeah. It's amazing that you never mentioned that you were paying attention to his handwriting before, but now. Where would she have seen his handwriting in the past? Don't know. The chore chart. That yeah, the chore chart. Yeah, oh, clearly, that makes sense. Clearly, the one yeah. she stares at every day when she eats her cereal. The whiteboard on the fridge where it says they needed milk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so her thoughts um, on who could be Sebastian's beautiful one, she's like, I didn't even expect him to be romantic. What the fuck? And uh, mm-hmm. a part of me is like waiting for Clarity to be like, was that for me? <laughs> Dude. She's interrupted um, when she opens the nightstand and there sitting on top of a stack of notes is her fairy ring. Ding, ding, ding. How exciting. Just right out in the open like that. Yeah. I was going to say he didn't do a very good job trying to hide it. No. No. He thought his door was enough. <laughs> right. I mean, it should have been. It really should have if, if she had any self-preservation skills at all. Um. Of course, now is a perfect time to abandon Clary and go check on the B team, a post-angel raising. And we pop into Simon's point of view on the drive back to Brooklyn. He's exhausted, but quite content with Izzy's arm around him. He gets to be the little spoon. Um, (laughs) 
Where am I? There we go. Okay. <clears throat> so Izzy's got her armor on him. And I guess standing up to an angelic being is kind of hot. <laughs> like, she was That's like, hot. okay, I'm not worried about touching you in front of my brother anymore. Like, okay. He's a savior. And Simon's just thinking about how good Izzy smells when Clary cock blocks him. Her voice bus- bursting into his mind uh, through the connection from the rings. Because Magnus gave him back his ring after the little ceremony. Oh, yeah, yeah. And for the first time in her life, Clary is direct and clear, and she breaks it all down in, like, three sentences. She's so like, nice. they've got a new cup. They're going to use all this blood to make dark shadow hunters. It's going down tonight. <laughs> and the rest of the Clark car clues in when Simon replies aloud that he quickly, and then, like, when he replies aloud to her, he's like, oh, shit. And then they're like, what? And he quickly explains that it's Clary. Um, she's she's back on the phone. She got she got it fixed. She she paid off her her bill. Um, <laughs> and then Simon does the most endearing, cutest thing that I think I've ever seen him do. <laughs> he slaps his hands over his ears and like ducks down in his seat so he can concentrate on hearing Clary in his head, <laughs> which is just the most cutest thing ever. Oh, yeah, cute. It really is adorable. So, Clary does her best to get out as much information as possible. It's about 10 where she is, so Simon deduces that she must be somewhere in Europe since they're five hours behind in New York. And there's no way I would have known that, but maybe since Alec and Magnus had just been in Europe, like, he remembers the... Time difference yeah. from that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. But I was just like, that's convenient that you've just got that off the top of your head (laughs) right (laughs) so she plows on the meeting place is somewhere called the seventh sacred site um though neither of them have any idea where that could be from she's like i don't know fucking ask magnus or something and from what clary can glean from sebastian's notes which i'm surprised she could glean anything because two seconds ago she couldn't read it um it it's some sort of tomb um where he plans to open up a gate and allow demons into their realm. Which, this is new information, right? Am I missing? I think so. I mean, all of the, like, what he was doing we knew, but this specific thing about, like, this doorway, the tomb, that specifics, that's new, right? Well, and we knew he wanted a doorway to call Lilith up. Right. From last week. But the tomb, the place, all of that is new info. Okay, cool. Okay, that's what I was trying. I'm like, I feel like we didn't have these details. So thankfully, Simon doesn't try to talk over her too much. Um, and he's like, oh, I'm, I'm turning on my listening ears now. He's learning from Izzy. <laughs> um, and she's able to rely, uh, re- rely, relay <laughs> Sebastian's numbers. He's got like 40 to 50 shadow hunters already ready to back him. And the whole ass horde of demons, once he resurrects Mama Lilith, then it's war. Like, shit is bad. Bad news bears. And when she's done, Simon has his own information to share. They have a secret weapon. Or, I'm sorry, they have secured a weapon. 
Although he is careful to avoid explaining who, or rather what, gave them said weapon. And <laughs> since they just truly don't have time to get into all of that, um, the important part is the weapon is supposed to burn away that which is evil, including the bond, leaving only the like. So Clary asks if their plan is to use the sword on Sebastian and wonders if that's, like, if it'll kill him. And Simon slips up in his answer explaining that the angel said, he's like, well, the angel said, <laughs> it'll depend on if he means more hells or heavens. To which Clary's like, angel? What fucking angel? But then the line goes dead and he's like, fuck! <laughs> I think it's funny that, <clears throat> excuse me, it's obviously plot, but that there's a sword that can take away the evil. And it's not just like, hey, drink this Sprite real quick sort mm -hmm. of thing. And like you put some mixture of poison in it. Like it has to be a sword that will kill him. Yeah, you got to You got to just stab. him. Right. So I guess if you're bad enough, it kills you. Right. So, slashy stabby. Slashy yeah. stabby. <laughs> so, Simon instructs <sighs> Magnus to pull over. They've got to make a plan. Like, when this is, we need all hands on deck here. <laughs> and back over to Clary, who has been caught red handed in her brother's room. Whoopsies. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately for Clary, she's an awful liar and can't come up with anything, any excuse for being in his room better than I was looking for you, which is just <laughs> not even trying. <laughs> okay, and I didn't realize until this very moment where, she, like, he, she was caught that she was still in Sebastian's room. Mm -hmm. Like... I get that she didn't want him to notice that the ring, ring was gone, but, like, you don't know what else he could be doing and where he went. Like, I, it sounds like she thought he was in the shower, but, like, maybe he takes quick showers. Obviously, he does. Like, what the hell? So why would you be hanging out in his room while chatting with Simon instead of trying to, like, put the ring back later so that he didn't notice? Like, doesn't matter, but it's bo it bothers me. Why didn't you pull also, on Amanda? Take the ring, put it on your toe, put your shoes and socks back on, talk to Simon in your room. When he comes down looking for it, be like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then maybe he'll yeah. blame it on Jace. Like, look at my fingers. Yeah. Right. Maybe Jace. That's a really good point. Maybe Jace came in and sneaked it. I don't know. Or Although, why don't you it, take... It, he might have, have had eyes on it after Jace left. That's I guess she fair. doesn't have a stele. That's what I was like. Why doesn't she just take the ring and like go? She can make a fucking portal when she gets mm -hmm. out of there. She doesn't. I have thought a she couldn't portal mm -hmm. out of that place though. She would need a stele to open the wall. Yeah. Oh, for some In reason I thought she couldn't open the wall. That makes sense. I feel like she needs a, a stele. Yeah. That's, that's why well, they that's took her guess. stele away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because even okay. if she doesn't know the correct incantation to open the door for the the townhome she can mm -hmm. create her own portal with a stone. right mm -hmm. interesting okay. well and like they're like oh you can only like you can't portal out of here you can only use the kitchen wall but like have they fucking tried because no one else can make a portal except clary exactly so right. how is that canon yeah and although if her f it does beg the question because this is an interdimensional space 
if opening a new portal in said interdimensional space would then collapse it on itself, just like putting a bag of holding inside of a bag of holding would mm. do in D&D. There you go. I also don't understand, like, if the way, to me, Sebi's M.O., mm-hmm. okay, he's kept Jocelyn's clothes. He's creepy, right, in mm-hmm. that sense. Her Stelly has got to be in his bedroom. Mm-hmm. Why are you right. not also looking for that? Like, mm-hmm. you found your ring. Now, like, move on. Find your Stelly. Yeah. Find your art supplies. No, the art supplies was still there. The Stelly was out of the box, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Find your Stelly, girl. It, Keep looking. Yeah, like you could have told Simon what you were doing while you continued to look for stuff too. You didn't have yeah. to sit down and focus so much. Like, <laughs> geez, Louise, that's so like having obvious. to pull over to have this conversation that Simon needed to have with Magnus. That is this the dumbest shit ever. <sighs> we're in a hurry, so let's pull over. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, so Sebastian is like, "Girl, you're sitting on my bed." So you weren't looking for me very well. Did you think I was in the bed, under the bed? Like, what the hell? (laughs) And she tries to play it off like the dress that he had given her for the ceremony didn't fit because it's made of silk and chiffon, so it doesn't stretch. And, okay, so I was thinking it was actually a dress, but Kristen said robes. And so now I'm curious because I did look up some photos because I had to try to picture it. And all I could find that I thought was appropriate was the princess dye dress that's red and gold, which also felt good in the era that it was probably Jocelyn probably wore it in, which was the nineties. Too like puffy though. That's what I think. Yeah, it was probably too puffy. So do you think she went with more of a like Andorra feel with the like sleeves that go all the way to the floor sort of situation? I or think... like more of a modern or is it robes? I think I'm thinking robes in in the way that I think of like wizarding robes. Okay, okay. Right? Where it's like she's wearing a dress with a cloak over the top of it. Of course, it's a cloak on top. Like a cloak with a hood, like so she can be like part of like a ceremony. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. That's the Mm -hmm. vibe. And like, so I'm thinking like square cut. Because she's she she's also going to a dark seance situation, right? So she's got to uh-huh. look sexy because sex is evil. So right, right. <laughs> well, she did say that the straps are gold, so there are straps at least. Ooh, yeah. Okay, like, so it says stone. it was a long, drifting column of scarlet fabric with an odd golden sheen to the material, like the edge of a flame. The straps were gold. Hmm. So a column dress. Oh, no, that's not. That's not accurate. No, that's. Anyway, it does not matter. It doesn't. I just wanted to picture it. Because our headcanons are all going to be different. But Exactly. So there's what's in my head, at least. I gave you guys some pictures. There you go. Princess Mm -hmm. Di. That's obviously what we're going to go with. Because. I mean. Look at her. The sheen to it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe just with a different um, top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's probably not an A-line dress like that. Is that what that's called? Uh-huh. Maybe not. I don't know. Princess stone. Oh, she's a princess. Okay, anyway. <laughs> so Sebastian has to, like, prove how skinny Clary is 
and like saying like the dress should fit you by putting his fingers around her wrist and he's basically like trapping her and I just have to sidebar and tell you guys the other night my husband rolled over to cuddle me and he like did this to both of my arms like not in a creepy way but just like a like he held on to each of my arms like almost at my wrists and I was no I was like you have to stop and it was the middle of the night and I just <laughs> make this stop don't ever do that again <laughs> he was not being weird he was sleeping but anyway just it was so I that was very uncomfortable yeah. so I don't could, do that <laughs> I could certainly see how if it's someone you don't want doing that you would yeah yeah for sure. For shizzle. For sure. For sure. <sighs> but but so, otherwise, can't relate. Uh, <laughs> in a different circumstance. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah. I hear yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. Uh, so she moves on from her body type. Am I? Oh, she. Okay. Got it. She tries to like change the subject. And um, ask if Jace went to the seventh sacred site and if he's going to come back. And he like Sebastian basically like he confirms like, yeah, that's where he went. And he like rolls his eyes like a co-worker repeating themselves. And he's like, yes, as I stated in my previous email, we will be meeting him there. OK, he doesn't actually seem annoyed, but I was annoyed. So obviously he's not going to be coming back to the house before then. But it's a pretty damn good thing that he won't be coming back and that he is gone at this moment because then he won't know about this. And he pulls her hand open and there's a rabbit in the hat. Just kidding. It was just very dramatic. Like he opens her palm and the ring is there and it's just very revealing. So I'm going to read this and I apologize. I have a couple. They're small quotes, but I have quite a few here. So, okay. He says, did you think I wouldn't recognize fairy work? Do you think the queen is such a fool that she would send you off to retrieve these without her knowing you would keep them for yourself? She wanted you to bring this here where I would find it. Everything makes sense now. We knew that the queen wasn't this stupid and we thought it was weird that she would tell her like what powers the rings have. So there we go. So Sebastian's been in contact with the queen using the rings. And the queen has been able to somehow listen in on Clary and Simon. And then it sounds like Sebastian then puts the ring on and then like checks in and she fills him in sort of situation. Okay, but like how does she Like have... are there three? Right. Like does she have a... Ooh, that would be some fairy shit. To, like, mm -hmm. make the Shadowhunters think that they have a matching pair when there's a third one where they can fucking listen in on the walkie-talkie. Yeah. That is fairy <laughs> shit, actually. Walkie-talkie. Yeah, totally. That's exactly what she would do. Like, yeah, yeah, that's gotta a, be what it is. Here's a secure line. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <sighs> so, Clary remembers that everything the Queen was saying, like, Everything she says is important. Every little word. And um, she thinks back and remembers the queen saying that Sebastian might be a powerful, powerful ally. 
<clears throat> so sorry, I'm quoting again because Sebastian is creepy in this moment and I have to quote, she likes to be on the winning side of things, the Seely Queen, and that side will be ours, Clary. Ours. Mm. I feel like he whispers it. I don't think he does. Anyway, I think it's interesting that he's saying ours even after catching her, like trying to tell Simon what's up. Like, you really still think she's on your side after that whole conversation and like her lying to you and stuff? I don't, I guess he's trying to force that on her. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So he tells her to forget about her friends because uh, her place is with him because her blood cries for power. Oh my like God. Robin was saying, like, you're like me, basically. And, like, this is your chance to fix the mistakes that your mother made. Like, the mistake of choosing the clave over the circle. And um, I feel like he grabs her other wrist also or something like that in this moment. And so she tries to get away from him, telling him to let her go. And then the creepiest of creep quotes in all of these books is stated, in my opinion. Mm. You're such a little thing. Who'd think you were such a spitfire, especially in bed? What? Ew. Please no. Ew. And she's like, ew, oh my god, what the fuck did you just say? Ew. Just like I am. She wants to vomit. And thank god in this moment anyway, I don't have to talk about it. Um, it's not going where I thought it was going at first because he is referring to the scratches that she had left on Jace's back. And he's like, girl, remember you're like the marks you leave on Jace are left on me. Remember that part? And I literally said out loud, ew, like I cannot even imagine how icky and embarrassing that feels all in one that your brother knows that you did that. Let's just, no. Ew, that he felt no. it. He felt it. Dude, does it happen at the same time? Can he feel it happening while it's happening? I mean, like, does is, it just... do they feel every emotion? Does he feel excitement too? <gasps> you know? But the scratches, like, do the scratches disappear or do they appear slowly as if she's doing it to him? Exactly. I know. Well, if it's like the battle, like the fight with um, Luke and them, it's like in real time. Ew. (gasps) Ew. Seriously. Can you imagine? You just suddenly have, and you're like, God damn it, Jace. Oh my God. (laughs) Knock it off. So wrong. Any Uh, normal brother would have severed that bond themselves. Fuck yes, right? I don't need power anymore. I, I don't want to know. Too much. I don't want to know. Forget about it. Yeah. His power is too great. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so in that moment, Clary realizes what she needs to do, and um, that is to stop Sebastian from communicating with the queen. So she throws the ring on the floor and smashes, smashes it to powder, And I think it's lucky for her that it didn't just roll under the bed and it was really anticlimactic because she got this moment where she got to smash the ring. And I just think it really would have been funny if it had just rolled away. And he was like, cool, I'll just go grab it. It's metal, right? Like, how does that go to powder with your boot? I get maybe it's got to be just gold because it's so soft. I don't know. That's not how atoms work. Right. (laughs) Just. 
the magic in it, I guess. (sighs) So she looks at Sebastian and he is super pissed. And he's like, why you little? (laughs) And he goes to reach for his Stella. And so um, she fucking beats feet because he's after her. Right. So she literally (laughs) runs. It's like, oh, shit. (laughs) Yeah. Got to get out of here. (laughs) So then we're back over to the Fantastic Four. And Magnus pulls the truck over because, like I said, they can't have a conversation while driving. So can't focus. So. Gosh, I'm having issues today. Sorry. (coughs) So they all pile out of the truck and demand to know what's going on, obviously. He breaks it, he, Simon, breaks it to Izzy that um, he doesn't think Jace wants to be out of this situation. Like, sounds like he's into this. It's a real bummer for you. Sorry about that. And (laughs) Alec is like, I want to know what this secret site business is all about. Like, what's going on? And Magnus explains, so of course I have to quote because it's too much info to try to relay. So he says, "Each, each is a place where ley line converge forming a matrix a sort of net within which magical spells are amplified the seventh is a stone tomb in ireland at polnamurderberdon the name makes the cavern of sorrows uh it's in a very bleak uninhabited area called the burren a place to re a good place to raise a demon if it's a big one Mm, not good not good i think that's actually what magnus says this is not good (laughs) this is bad bad very bad yeah (laughs) so simon asks magnus if it's even possible to make dark shadow hunters and obviously magnus is like yes everything has an opposite so demonic shadow hunters would be just as strong but evil instead of good so they would try to end mankind instead of saving it so that's also not great So they do the math and realize they have about two hours to stop the ship from going down. So at least they have some time, but obviously that's not a lot since there's only four of them. They're going to need to get some backup, especially if Sebastian is trying to raise Lilith. And um, even though Simon had like killed her, um, she doesn't actually die, obviously, because she's a greater demon. So she can come back if Sebastian raises her. She'll just be weaker than she would have been before and of course captain party pooper over here alec (laughs) has to know or he has to point out that they don't even know if the sword the angel gave them will work and sebastian can totally die now so he's not even a weapon anymore so clearly they can't send fire messages either because this is really important information. And um, if they want the clave to take them seriously to send aid, they have to do more than just send a fire message. So this. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Did you like did you do that on purpose? What? You wrote and Simon can totally die now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, his turn that- to die. Was that just a uh, slip? Uh, that was a slip. Yeah. <laughs> like, no big deal. We don't need him anymore anyway. You added a comma so. in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, okay, the plan. Magnus is going to portal them to get reinforcements. And by the way, we talked about why they didn't portal to Luke's farm. And Magnus says it is because he was hoping to give Simon a chance to change his mind about the angel just in case he died. Like he wanted to give him some time to think about it on the drive up. So Simon is going to go to Maya and Jordan at the apartment to try, of course, because they assume they're going to be together at the apartment, which. Uh-huh. Meh. So he's going to try to go to them and get the Praetor on board. And he's going to take Glorious, the sword, with him because Izzy insists that he take it since the evil had, the angel had given it to him, which I agree with. Also, like, I can't imagine the angel sitting up there watching now. Like, he's watching down on them with his popcorn. And if Simon gave the sword to, like, Alec, he'd be like, Ugh, dude, I gave that to you. That's rude. So Magnus is going to go to the police station to try to get members of the pack to join them. And Izzy and Alec are going to go to the Institute to work on getting the clave on board. I like it. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. So now we're back, unfortunately. And Clary is making a mad dash for the magical wall in the kitchen. She says to herself that she isn't dumb enough to know what she's like. Like, she's not dumb enough to think that she's going to be able to escape the situation. Mm -hmm. She just has to have enough time to do what she needs to do. She can hear Viting Light slamming down on the lest we forget glass staircase. And (laughs) she gets a sudden burst of energy and makes it to the wall, slamming her stele into the wall. So she must have a stele. Got a stele, secured a stele. I don't know. Did she 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 secure his stele? I don't know. Oh, maybe. Because I didn't go back and read. I'm pretty sure she did. She didn't have one. Okay. No, she didn't. Yes. I think it's... It, okay. I'm pretty sure it's Sebastian Stelle. Maybe she, like, wrestled it from him. Yeah. Or picked up where he dropped it. Yeah. Okay. Because mine just... Like, I didn't... Obviously, I read through this book, read through the next book, read through the next book, and now I'm in the middle of the next book, and I didn't go back and reread... Right. Your part. I just started with mine because it was just fresh. And in mine, yeah. she had the stele. So there is that. Yeah. And so she, like, makes it to the wall, puts stele. I put to drywall because that's what I'm assuming it is, but maybe it's stone or something else. And the rune that she's envisioning drawing is the one that had come to her earlier in the book that she had hoped would help her lead to finding Jastifer. Okay. Mm-hmm. Remember when she was just like, ah, this rune's not helpful. That's the rune that's coming. Alas, Sebi's demon blood and rigorous training with a megalomaniac psychopath has proved fruitful. And he reaches Clary, um, yanking her back by her jacket. And then effortlessly slamming her into a nearby wall. And so she loses her stelly, like it flies out and her breath. Mm. And V-Squared is unimpressed by what he is referring to as Clary's opening rune and asks her if she really thought that there was a place on earth that she could go where he wouldn't be able to track her down. Uh-uh. 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 And I'm pretty sure he has her, like, up against the wall. Like... And he's like, did you really think I couldn't find you? And Clary responds with a slew of curses that we don't get to hear. And honestly, mm-hmm. if you're going to have creepy incest in your book, then give us the curses, ma'am. Yeah. Like, right. anything you write cannot be worse than what is happening right now. So just let us know. And that 
that is most assuredly editing and the publisher. So let me, let us rephrase our question to ask the publisher, why is incest okay, but swearing isn't? Yes. She does say goddamn somewhere, but that's as far as it got. I feel like you have a certain amount of swear words you can use per book to like fit into the YA. I think, yeah, I think it's very much like a movie. I think it's less strict than movie um, ratings. But I, I think mm-hmm. you're right. I think there's like a certain you have to limit certain things. Yeah. So come on. Okay. So she's cursing at Sebastian. She slaps him across the face. Mm. And he's stunned that she's fighting back. Okay. He was just like, whoa, can't believe this happening. And ends up loosening his grip on her. So she dukes of hazards it over the kitchen table and tries to make a break for the downstairs bedroom because it has a lock on it, which is why the the kitchen must be in the middle. Mm-hmm. Like this must be like a three level townhouse. You know mm-hmm. how they have those tri level yeah. maybe. Mm-hmm. And maybe the opening is the living room in that bedroom, and then the middle is the kitchen. It's very I don't strange. Know. If you had it's... a dream place, if you were going to create this yourself, You'd it would be a, a one floor. It'd be a ranch. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. It would be Kristen's house we're where the bedrooms family. are separate and everything. On the other side of the house. Yeah. Get the fuck away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I really am having a hard, maybe it's because the house isn't that important to me as is the story, mm-hmm. but I'm having a very hard time envisioning what this fucking thing looks like. So yeah, there's that. Of course, resistance is futile, (laughs) and Sebastian is waiting for her on the other side of the table. Mm. So she's, like, like sliding over it, and before she can even make it across, he's standing there waiting for her. And he grabs her again and pushes her into another wall, caging her body under his. Mm -mm. And Clary notices that his eyes have gone all black, and there isn't an ounce of the facade left on his face, which this is another, like, Bastion's eyes are like a metaphor to how much of him is like being evil at the moment, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So there's like sliver of silver in certain points. Now they're all black. And he mockingly asks her what's wrong. And Clary quips back saying that she cracked her nail polish smacking his worthless face. And <coughs> Sevi responds with cute, which is totally like Gen Z ahead of his time mm-hmm. response. <laughs> Gen Alpha, maybe? Cute. Cute. (laughs) Um, He then brings up his tried and true argument that he knew Clary was going to back, be a backstabbing Betty because she is just like he is. And Clary vehemently denies this. She's like, I'm not like you. I'm nothing like you. And Sebi is like, like reading her list, right? Uh You infiltrated us. (laughs) You faked friendships, you faked caring, like you did all these things. And Clary responds by saying that she never had to fake caring about Jace. And her internal monologue is as follows. She's, this is like her thoughts, obviously. Mm-hmm. That's what internal monologue means. But <laughs> she saw something flash in his eyes then, a dark jealousy, and she wasn't even sure who he was jealous of. And I would like this quip from her a lot more if it had been done with the intent of making him mad. 
Like, girl, you know Sebastian is jealous of Jace for literally everything. Mm-hmm. Like, he got the childhood he didn't have. In his eyes, V-Tang loved him. He's angel boy. He's all these things that he didn't have. And now, Clary, specifically Clary, is just one more thing to add to that list of shit that Jace has that he doesn't. And not that he isn't being a creepy McCreekster. Okay, that's not where I'm going here. Like, his behavior is unexcusable. That's not what I'm going for. What I'm saying is, like, make the venom from Clary intentional and ha- quit having her be so oblivious mm-hmm. to how he feels. Like, she should be standing up for herself. She should be like, no, you know what? I'm going to say something that's just going to piss him off because fuck this guy. And this is what I'm going to say because I know it's going to hurt him the worst. Mm -hmm. Instead of being like, I don't know why he's so upset when I'm saying that. Yeah. Like, make her be, give her a little Isabel in this moment, please. She's earned it. Yeah. Is what I guess I'm trying to say in a weird way. (laughs) Okay. Sorry, pedestal has taken my step down from my bitching block. (laughs) So, (laughs) Sebi's getting way too close in terms of personal space bubble. And he is brushing, say that one more time, brushing (gasps) his lips against her cheek. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Nope. And telling her she screwed them over. And then adding that she probably literally screwed Jace over. Okay. I want want you to know I've had goosebumps on all of my extremities, like, for (laughs) half of this episode. I hate it so much. I do. I've been really dreading this episode Mm -hmm. forever. Yeah. So excuse me for just kind of plowing through this, but I feel like I have to do it or I'm not going to get through it. I forgot that this happened until like I wrote my section and then finished listening to the rest of the chapter. And I was like, oh, God, I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. So sorry. Keep going. Yes. Just trying to plow through it. So very sorry. Do do not hesitate to interrupt me if you need to is what I'm saying. Okay. So Sebastian is one way too close for comfort and two just awkward with this conversation like like everything about this is icky Mm -hmm. and so clary flinches because like his fucking hot old man coffee breath is on her face and stuff and so she's kind of like like react as you do and in his eyes this solidifies the accusation And in a tone of what Clary describes as betrayal, he's like, you did. You slept with him. And this, my friends, is why I think he, this is, I think that he thinks they did that while Jace was Jace. Yes. Oh, right. And I think that's why he's so irritated with her. Like, that's why he's in a, that's one of the reasons why he's in a bad mood. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. On top of everything else. So I feel like he does feel like they're conspiring against him. They're plotting against him. And I also feel like he thinks that they did it <laughs> while Jace was Jace. And that's why it took them so long. Like, I think it's all the things. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, Clary tells him to MYOB, right? Mind your yes. own business. <laughs> and the next part oh, is just... No. Peak ick. Like, if you thought Amanda's was bad, mm-hmm. this motherfucker has been listening to some podcasts that he should not be. Right. Some fanfic he, he should not be listening to. 
reading. Not fanfic. <laughs> don't don't hate on fanfic. Leave my fanfic alone. Oh no. It's I mean, it's <laughs> it is what it, it gets is. a little flowers in the attic feeling. <laughs> okay, yeah, that too. <laughs> Fair enough. So Sebastian tells Clary she can't make someone be good by doing the deed. Like, you can't turn him good by doing that. And he, as in Jace, doesn't remember any of it. And that is why that right there, he's like, oh, he must have done it. Now that he's turned, he doesn't remember doing that with you. Like, now that he's turned Uh back into, like, under my control, he doesn't remember any of it. Like, he won't remember that of happening. Mm. And um, anyway, this is where it gets vomity. Because he asked her if Jace at least showed her a good time. Because he Ah! And clearly, literally takes the words out of all of our mouths (laughs) when she says, you're my brother. (laughs) And I am sorry. I cannot paraphrase this. Okay. I cannot have any of these thoughts. may potentially be coming from my own brain it is incapable i am not able to so i'm so surprised you did not ask to switch i i mean you got to take one for the team sometimes i can do this okay (laughs) got it okay these words don't mean anything this oh sorry this is what sebastian's saying to her in response to him saying you're my brother these words don't mean anything where we're concerned we aren't human their rules don't apply to us. Stupid laws about what DNA can be mixed with what. Hypocritical, really, considering we're already experiments. The rulers of ancient Egypt used to marry their siblings. You know Cleopatra married her brother. Strengthens the bloodline. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And didn't Cleopatra, like, murder him and marry Mark Antony? Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't. Anyway. Um, I will say, I do wonder... Like, if he did a 23 in me, <laughs> like, how much of that, how much of his body is demon blood now and not actually right. Jocelyn or Vting's blood? And the only reason I'm asking that question is because I want this to be less disgusting in any right. way that I can kind of hold on to the carousel rings for. <laughs> like, we need to know how... Clary's angelic blood and the demon blood have affected. Now, I am of the opinion that DNA-wise, it doesn't matter, right? Because if it did matter, then that would mean Jace and Clary are related through their angel blood because they have the blood of the same angel. Right. Which would make that part creepy. So it has (laughs) to be that it it can't have anything to do with that and that his DNA is... Well, the only reason I'm really saying that is because he actually died. Like, he is dead. Right. So how much of his body is reanimated by, like, Sebastian's blood and Lilith's blood and stuff? That's that's kind of my... I don't know. I'm just trying to make it less gross. See, and, and it's this not is working. also the question of like, okay, well, even if all of his blood was changed out, say he became a vampire, and all of his blood was drained and replaced with new blood, he's still genetically who he is, regardless of right, his blood. Right, that's fair. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to make. I'm like, I'm grabbing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here. <laughs> just anything I can do. It's never gonna be okay. <laughs> yeah, I know it's not. It's not. It's not. But I'm just. My brain needs to settle these blocks of information and try to compact them into cubes somehow. Okay. Clary, of course, calls him on his delusional statement. Okay. And she is like, no. No, I'm sorry. I said the wrong pronoun. He, Sebastian, is like, no. As Pat Benatar said, we belong, we belong, we belong together. (laughs) I was going to quote more of the song, but it didn't fit into it. So there's that. She's like, nah, Jason and I are like PB and J. He's my main squeeze. And Sevy's like, it's all right. You can have Jace. And Clary is being super literal at the moment. And she's like, I thought you needed him. What do you mean I can have him? I thought you needed him. And Sebastian is like, I do need him, but not for what you do. And I feel like he's like winking. Uh. We can share Jace. (laughs) Just so long as you know that at the end of the day, you belong to me. Okay. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Not this man, not today. <laughs> no, this, is, this is not the thruple we wanted. Okay? No. That happened like a hundred years ago. Yeah. With Will and Tessa and Jim. That's the thruple we wanted, yes, not this. Not this. Definitely. No, no one and asked Clary, for this. No one. Literally no one. Uh, Clary corrects his statement saying that she belongs to herself. And I really, really liked that. Mm -hmm. This is why even more. So it's just like, I don't like, I belong to me. Mm -hmm. And that is a lot of agency for Clary, (laughs) which I'm into. And I just wish it could have been wrapped up in her other, like her actions were a little bit more direct towards like fucking him up. Like, like in his emotions and like playing the manipulative game and like doing the things. I wish it could all kind of come together, but I'm glad she at least got this moment. But of course he's like incorrect. You know better than that. And then he kisses her. Uh-uh. And I don't even want to use that terminology because it doesn't, it sounds like it's consenty sort of, and it is clearly not. Right. But I don't even know. He like forces himself on her yeah. lips. That sounds better. Yeah. It okay. It doesn't. You know what I'm yeah, trying to I know say. What you mean. This is uncomfortable, and I'm trying to make it. Mm-hmm. Don't judge me. Okay. And um, if we could all just take a moment of silence to make the most disgusted Ugh. face you can. <laughs> I my whole okay. body. I I feel myself curling in on myself. It's so yes wrong. I have chills. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Okay, let's take a deep breath. It's good. Okay, let's just plow through the rest of this so we can be done. Okay. (laughs) So Clary thinks about the first time he pulled this crap back in Idris. Idris, sorry. And how she thought her reaction to Sebastian, who she thought was Verlac kissing her, was because like she got the heebie-jeebies from kissing him. So it must mean that she could only ever love Jace and that something was wrong with her. Um, because at that time she had thought that mm-hmm. Jace was the brother lover. 
right like, i'm trying to right, kiss right, this right. other person mm-hmm. and now i like it's making it's grossing me out yeah. so i must be broken um but then of course she realized that sebastian is the biggest lying liar who lies of all time and like like this is all flashing through her head and she's like no like i'm going to fight back i'm not just gonna sit here like i'm gonna fight back which she does by biting his lip hard causing him to bleed mm. a lot and he spins away from her in shock Good. and clary takes no time basking in her small victory and kicks him hard in the stomach which he kind of like doubles over and she runs past him, trying to make her way for the stairs. And Sebi, of course, is like grease lightning and reaches her quickly, spinning her around and tossing her like a shot put. Like he literally like picks her body up and like swings her around and throws her across the room. And she's laying on the <laughs> floor. Walk- <laughs> I mean, <Sorry>. I, that's. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's the only thing my brain can think of. <laughs> So she's slammed up against the floor. She's laying there watching him come at her with, like, this murderous look on his face. Like, he is, like, all evil being right now. Like, I just can't imagine the power he feels that he holds over her. And, like, it's just terrifying. Mm -hmm. And um, she's determined in that moment to become the warrior that she was in the junk shop. Where she's like, I'm going to unlock the part of me that can compartmentalize all this shit that's happening i'm gonna act like a shadow hunter and move like a shadow hunter and i'm going to survive and like i'm just gonna put i'm gonna put this in a box and put it away yeah and as sebi reaches down for her she sweeps his feet out from under him and instead of running away this time which is what she's been trying to do consistently she grabs a vase as a weapon and decides to score off with him she's like i i can't run away this is not working i'm not going down without a fight so the two of them put up a pretty destructive fight throughout the house breaking a bunch of shit they're like grappling with each other and it comes to a head when he slaps clary across the face um causing her like in he must have like cut her with her teeth or something like that because she starts choking on blood and he holds her arms down and like like holds her arms at her sides and he tells her that um she isn't doing too bad for herself because he's like oh you know you were so weak before you're not doing too bad for yourself and then proceeds to lick the blood off of her face If this were a different situation, but it's not. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's not. He needs to uh, stop. So this is what happens when you don't have a mother. <laughs> I just you're raised by a fucking psychopath. For real, literal psycho, literal. So he tells her that he has found the answer to her question back at the nightclub about who he belongs to. And it's her, you know, blood of my blood and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. And then he backs up his claim by quoting the book of Solomon, Mm-mm. which is a Bible verse about some dude wanting to mack on his sister. Uh-oh. And... <laughs> 
I can imagine he says that passage to himself every night before bed. Yeah. 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 It's like the hound, Cersei, whatever, but he's just saying the Bible passage Uh to himself. So he goes to sleep. His one justification. Yeah. Yes. Um, And things are getting very dangerous for Clary in an S.A. sort of way that Mm -hmm. I'm going to like skate around the nitty gritty because we've all read it. Mm -hmm. And I can't mentally deal Mm -mm. with that. So we're going to do that. Nobody does. Yeah. And remembering what her mother had told her all about. Okay. Sorry. (sighs) Things are getting dangerous for her. She's still thinking clearly. And she has a moment where she thinks back to when Jocelyn was like, all of Sebastian's emotions are a pretense. He cannot actually fucking feel anything because he is evil incarnate. Mm -hmm. So when he's showing emotion to you, it's faked Mm -hmm. and he's faking it because he's manipulative and he wants to get what he wants. Mm -hmm. So he doesn't actually feel anything. He's incapable of feeling. She remembers that. And Clary decides to try to distract him by saying that he doesn't love her. Like you don't actually love me. But Sebi ups the ante of the creep factor by stating that Clary also doesn't actually care that he's her brother. And he knows this to be true because he knows how she felt about Jace when she thought they were related. So the sibling thing isn't really an issue for her because she's proved it's not an issue because it wasn't an issue with Jace. So she's just lying to herself, basically. I know. So Cleary's response is that Jace is just better than he is. Jace is just better than you. So that's why I can feel about him like that. And Tangy Jr. is like, no one is better than me. Dot, dot, dot. Boomer, dot, dot, dot. (laughs) Insert creepy Bible reference here, which I feel like is very on brand for a boomer in general. Yeah. And (laughs) I feel like it's still this book of Solomon. I don't know. I haven't read the Bible. But basically, he's, like, comparing her to a garden, but the garden's been tainted. I don't know. Aww. It's gross. Mm-hmm. And Clary picks up a triangle piece of glass and slashes at Sebi's shoulder. Uh, yeah. And her fingers get caught in the process. And unfortunately, he's wearing gear, um, which is protecting right. him from, like, the slashing damage caused by this shard of glass. Not to be deterred, she keeps the glass in her hands and attacks his thigh next. And this time, it made him slip away sideways. So he, like, falls off of her. And it gives Claire the opportunity to roll on top of him. Like, now she's pinning him down. And she took the glass and, like, drives it towards his neck. Like, ah! And she stops herself. (laughs) And Sebastian starts fight club laughing. Oh, God. And I know you know what I mean by Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. And he's just like... Tisk tisk tisk. Remember, if you kill me, Jace dies too. And then the chapter ends on the hangiest, no, yeah, hangiest of cliffs. Yes. By saying that she brings the glass down. Ah. That's how the chapter ends. She brought the glass down. So I can't remember what happens after this. I have read it, obviously, but like I would think. That even if bringing that glass down doesn't kill Sebastian, it injures him enough and all of these cuts. 
Jace is going to be like, bro, what is going on? I know. Like, and he's maybe he'll be... come back and it'll at least ruin this ritual or what ceremony. He's like trying to like put up a nice tablecloth and he's like, ow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's trying to light a candle. <laughs> he drops the, the cake. The fucking yeah. the fire. Cake. I love that. Well, do you think the cake would say, like, happy birthday, Lilith? Yeah. <laughs> or, like, welcome, welcome, welcome back. back. Yeah. Welcome home. Get well soon. <laughs> to the new world. All of those home. are so good. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh. Well, I'm glad that's over. Yeah, seriously. Mm-hmm. I think we all are. So um, make sure that you read chapter 20, A Door in the Dark, for next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hopefully we get some better Clary after this. She's finally doing some good stuff. So anyway, for um, I know you guys already had some, but for more behind the scenes content and the latest updates, check us out on Instagram at Downworlder Dish Podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.